Hello and welcome to another interview on GivingCirclesHelp.com where we're compiling information and interviews from people around the country who are running their own Giving Circles. And our purpose is to learn from each other and continuously improve our ability to make an impact with our giving. And today I'm speaking with Anna Bavir, who is the founder and Giving Circle member of the uh, Guiding Circle member of the Kindred Giving Circle. Welcome, Anna. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So, Anna, your Giving Circle is kind of unique. Would you start by giving us a, an overview of your Giving Circle? Sure. Our Giving Circle is called Kindred, and it's an African-American LGBT Giving Circle based in Washington, D.C. And our group's mission statement is Basically, in, in summary, uh, our African-American history is rich with individual philanthropists, people who provided warm meals for families and the community in need, and books and resources for young people trying to make it through school. So we're going along in that same uh, spirit and basically to utilize the power of collective giving to uplift the African-American LGBT community in Washington, D.C., by pooling our time, talent, and treasure, we empower our community from within, nurture ourselves as philanthropists, and honor organizations and people working to enhance the lives of black, same-gender loving people in the district. Mm-hmm. I, I loved as you were describing the history of philanthropy in the community, and you brought uh, the everyday giving that people do, the warm meals, the taking care of children, that, you know, our everyday generosity, it it really matters. That is philanthropy. It's not just about money. And in your definition, as you were, you were talking about um, your time, talent, and treasure. So it, from, from that, it sounds like you're not just giving money. What else are you guys doing? We're also... Um providing a resource to the community and specifically to the organizations that we gift. Um, our Giving Circle is made uh, comprised of a variety of different specialties from political to fashion to events to uh, very corporate philanthropists uh, and to basically loan them our skills and if we can at all donate our time or specific um, uh, talents that we use in our everyday lives to the organization to improve their uh, resources or helping with any type of planning that they're looking to do. So this is not just a one-time donation to a charity. You have an ongoing relationship with them. Correct. Okay. Are you also donating money? Yes, we're also donating money. And we made our first gift this past month to a local organization called SMILE, which is the um, a small, uh, small in staff but large in reach organization who works directly with youth in the Washington, uh, D.C. metropolitan community. So tell me about your donation to SMILE. How did that come about? Did somebody in the group recommend them? Did they apply for a grant? And can you kind of walk we, us through that? Sure. Um, when we were looking at how we wanted to structure our process, um, as well as our, our giving circle, it, it really did take us three years to come to this gift process because we spent 
about a year and a half forming the circle with our guidelines and principles and how we wanted our giving to what our we wanted our giving to look like in the area. And then we spent another year and a half focusing on researching organizations and people in um, specifically in Washington DC who were working in the areas of our interest. So we wanted our gift to reflect our own values and not necessarily um, who needed money and could ask in the most appropriate way. Mm-hmm. So there was no um, public process. All of the organizations that we looked at were recommendations from members of the Giving Circle, as well as um, we did ask for some resources as far as other organizations we might not know about through um, other community organizations that we're a part of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And through that, um, we decided that instead of um, doing a grant process where an organization would apply, um, be selected, and then would need to do some type of follow-up reporting as to how they spent the money, we wanted to make it a gift, which would be um, could be used towards any um, organizational need. So it could be for unrestricted funds, it could be to a specific project, it could go to salaries or purchasing a bus, any of those things that um, the organization felt um, they needed at that time, Mm -hmm. as well as no additional reporting on the organization after the gift was made. Mm -hmm. So really just to celebrate what they've done for the community versus um, creating any type of burden or process for them to to receive the money. Mm-hmm. Did they know they were in consideration for this gift? Did you contact them before you guys decided? Um, the only time we contacted them was to get some financial information just to confirm what um, we already kind of knew. <laughs> and so, um, they, But they didn't know why we were contacting them. And we actually have a few members of our giving circle who... Um, were already familiar with the organization, so it wasn't, I don't think they knew at all what the reason was <laughs> mm-hmm. that they were being contacted. So I'm pretty sure it was almost completely by surprise. Mm-hmm. And and then what happened after you gave them the gift of money? Did you How did you also let them know that you had available all of these additional resources? And have they taken advantage of any of those, though, that offer? Um, well, once we notified them of guest, we set up a time to actually meet with some of the staff and um, youth who are uh, on their youth advisory board, and we just kind of met with them informally, let them know who we were, um, kind of our strengths and backgrounds, if they needed anything, and so far, um, one of our uh, Given Circle members has since joined board of SMILE, and um, that's as far as they've taken advantage of our resources, but this gift was also just made about three weeks ago. (laughs) Okay, okay. And do you have plans for your next gift as far as when that might be, or do you just play it by ear? Um, We haven't decided when that gift um, cycle will take place. Most likely it will be within another year cycle. Um, at this point, we're kind of taking a break for about a month, and then we'll open up our giving circle to recruitment of new members. 
um, in November of this year. Okay. And and I think how I came across the Kindred Giving Circle was through a press release. Okay. And so uh, when we were talking earlier briefly, you mentioned that uh, you are newly publicly launched. So mm-hmm. what uh, at this point in time has driven you to become publicly launched? Um, well, part of our hesitation in being public before we made a gift was that we were apprehensive of organizations who knew um, of either individual members or of the Giving Circle collectively and soliciting us for donations Mm -hmm. before we were ready to make a gift. So that was definitely one factor there. Um, At this point, we, we decided that now that we've made this gift, we definitely want to, you know, shout it from the rooftops that we're doing something in the community and, you know, to both inspire others in similar things as well as to let people know that here's something that you can join if you're interested. Mm-hmm. hmm How many members do you guys have right now? We currently have seven members. Okay. I'm sorry, eight members. Uh-huh. Um, and then um, there will be a few people who will be cycling off this year. Okay. And so the, the eight members, would did you all kind of come together to found it three years ago? Um, um, actually, five of us came together three years ago. Um, the Gill Foundation, which is where our seed money um, came from, had actually hosted a pretty large brunch in D.C. to talk about giving circles and to launch this new initiative that they wanted to see a giving circle in Washington, D.C. And of the, I don't know, maybe between 150 and 200 people there, the five of us decided to commit to getting the giving circle off the ground and really sticking through the process to make sure that that happened, which included finding the fiscal sponsor locally and making sure that we had all of the paperwork into the foundation. Mm-hmm. So that so after doing that work, getting the fiscal sponsor, uh, did what kind of requirements did your fiscal sponsor have from, for you guys? Um, it was actually pretty easy. We just did to... Um, have some information regarding the membership, what type of um, cycle we would be making gifts, as well as how often we would be making donations um, into our pot of money, as well as um, a contact person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do they have any requirements as far as a minimum amount of funds that you have to keep with them? Anything like that? They didn't. Okay. They didn't have a minimum. Okay, so that's nice. So you were able to just go ahead and donate the funds that you had to uh, to Smile. Correct. Less mm-hmm. the uh, the fees that they have. I believe they were quarterly. Okay. Okay. Now, have you noticed that being part of this Giving Circle has changed how you feel about donating money? Absolutely. It definitely kind of informs my my financial giving in that making sure that the dollars that I'm donating are going as far as they can. So and also that they have the voice that I want them to give. So instead of before maybe 
giving a donation, not blindly, but on a surface donation of, okay, this seems like a good organization to give to, let me make a donation, thinking about, okay, how can we strategically make a larger gift that could possibly have a bigger impact? Mm-hmm. And how have the relationship, the dynamics been between the eight members um, and having conversations about donating money? Has it changed? Um, were you guys friends going into it? No, we actually, um, there's one married couple in our group, and then the rest of us kind of either auxiliary <laughs> knew each other in the community or really just did not know each other at all. So, it was a, a part of our long process in forming the circles, getting to know each other, understanding uh, communication styles, um, kind of in things that are important to each of us um, as far as where we want the priorities of the circle as well as um, how to run meetings and, and not everyone is, uh, Robert's Rules kind of folks. So <laughs> it definitely um, made it for an interesting uh, journey for us to come together. And I mean, these are people who now I would consider friends who three years ago I barely recognized their name. Mm hmm. hmm. And uh, what are your plans for the future now at this point? For the future, we're looking to grow our giving circle. Um, we're looking for new members as well as um, expanding our giving um, to the local community. Now that there's organizations who know about us now, we're being um, asked to participate in some other things. So it's definitely um, moving from our planning stages now to our growing stage. Mm-hmm. And that is something that the eight members get to do together? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, and is there anything else about your giving circle that you'd like to share with us now? Um, we're, um, I think we kind of an example of a kind of grassroots movement and just anyone can really make this happen in their community, whether it's um, based around sexuality or race or um, religion or whatever it is that ties someone together, whether it's a neighborhood, to actually make a bigger impact in their lives. So I, I definitely want to encourage folks to, if you're thinking about creating a giving circle, to definitely look at it as an opportunity and not um, an obstacle in, um, in your life. And and having just recently gone through the process of starting a giving circle, do you have any advice for somebody who's thinking about it, what their first step should be? Um, I, I think definitely the first step should be defining what the giving circle looks like. So ha- finding out what that common denominator is and then building upon that because that was really where we were rooted and and we're able to branch out from in our giving circles to say, okay, does this reflect our values? Does this reflect our mission? And is this really some uh, an organization that we want to give to? Do they reflect that? Is this a person we want to invite to our giving circle? Do they reflect it? 
So it definitely was a home base for us to come back and say, okay, this is where we started. This is what we want to focus on. So to definitely have that starting point of where you're rooted is probably your very first step. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting about your giving circle is it's it's feels very much focused around identity, whereas so other giving circles are surround or are more formed about what they want to accomplish, and it, mm-hmm. you know identity and what we're accomplishing are, are connected. But it it feels um, very strong in your giving circle. I can I can feel how important it is that this is this is who we are, and because of who we are. This is what we're going to do. Exactly. Um, and it also changes the types of organizations and, or people who you want to donate to. It's, it was where we were able to say maybe the larger organization does not look like us or does not focus on our community, but this program does, so we want to you know, make that donation there or think about making a donation there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's very interesting. And is there anything else you'd like to to mention about your giving circle? I think that um, the other thing that I'd like to mention about our giving circle specifically is that in Washington, D.C., uh, I feel that I'm originally from Minnesota, so being in Washington, D.C. for the past 14 and a little over 14 years, I've grown to love this community and want to support it and see it thrive. So joining this circle was another way to reach my own community. So I definitely think that if someone is interested in, in working in our community and helping to see it grow, this is a good place to start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a, a great point about... Um, being involved in the community at a deeper level. Mm-hmm. When you're involved in giving to it in a very um, planned and intentional sort of way, you connect with the community in ways, and at least what I found in my giving circles is I learn more about the specific charities and I learn more about the problem. Um, my understanding and my connection to that really deepens. Absolutely. And, and, I think from being a part of a giving circle who's focused on a specific community, it, it's allowed us to look at the needs of the community through a different lens at, versus these are the things I'm concerned about. Well, what, a, what is the rest of the con- community concerned about? What is um, a priority um, also for the organizations? What is a uh, hindrance or what is holding you back from creating a program that that helps other people in our community or supports or celebrates. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. You don't even know what you don't know about your own community in that way until you start engaging with it in a very intentional and curious way. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I want to thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. It was very uh, enlightening to, to hear the role of identity in the giving circles. That was my big takeaway today. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. Sure. Thank you for having me.